and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Exer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. And welcome back to the Ask My Mom podcast. Um, the holidays are here, and I just wanted to pop in and talk about those last-minute gifts that you need for coworkers or neighbors—the um, things that you know aren't giant but can really make a big dent in your budget. You know, when we're out at the mall and we're out shopping, and we hear Christmas music, and we see all the decorations, and we see the kids smiling, and it takes you back to your childhood and all of those great memories. All of those special feelings you get during the holidays, you know, remembering your grandparents, hot chocolate, making Christmas cookies in grandma's kitchen, decorating gingerbread houses with your family, you know, the whole chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. We're totally in the holiday spirit. All those feelings come rushing back at us. Why does the mall make us feel that way? They're decorated specifically to give you those feelings because they want you to spend your money. They want you to go crazy shopping for everybody you've ever met. Those feelings make you want to give. They make you want to buy and give. So how do we counteract that? Because when we start buying and giving, what are we doing? In many, many cases is we're putting all of those purchases on our credit cards. This is gonna make the holiday great, right? Swiping that card, buying those gifts, giving them away makes your holiday special. But what does it do for the rest of the year? Or even longer because it sometimes takes more than just one year to pay off the Christmas purchases. So we want to start thinking of ways to counteract that. We want to budget for our holiday and we want to be intentional with our spendings during the holiday. We also want to recreate all those feelings. So how do we put all that together? And sometimes it's just overwhelming. Um, There was a survey on LendingTree. They surveyed about 2,000 Americans, and the survey came back and said that about 48% of consumers are dreading the holiday season due to the costs associated with them. Specifically, 40% are dreading Christmas and 13% are dreading um, Thanksgiving. And we all know with prices up the way they are, Thanksgiving was a lot more expensive than usual. So what does that do in our Christmas? So let's just pile on some more stress. The statistics also showed that 13% of consumers are still paying off last year's holiday. And I I have a suspicion that that number is probably larger. What about the gift giving pressure? About 40% of Americans say they feel obligated to purchase gifts for at least one person, most commonly family, which is 23% of the 40. Gen Zers and Millennials are feeling the pressure more than other age groups. Um, stress level is so high that about a quarter, 24% of consumers say they are losing sleep worrying about how to pay for the holiday season. And this jumps up to 36% for parents with kids under 18. This is not what the holidays are supposed to be about. I have been seeing people express their stress um, on a few of the financial Facebook groups I belong to. You know, people are stressed about all this money they're spending. Prices are higher this year. 
I don't know. It, it's just all so overwhelming and stressful. And I remember when I was a young parent, the stress was huge because I not only had to buy for my kids, there were so many other people to buy for in our family that we wanted to show our love and appreciation to. And I absolutely dreaded the holidays back then. I was not happy to see Christmas roll around because then you had the holiday parties at work and then the co-worker gift giving situation and if you didn't participate then you weren't a team player right in air quotes it just became too much but I eventually did stop when I didn't feel I could afford it I didn't participate in the gift giving co-worker thing and people just had to understand I would say you know I just really can't afford it this year and people then, you know, when one person would say it, then the next person would be like, yeah, I really can't either. But you feel the pressure and you don't want to be the one who looks like they're not a team player. And it's nothing about being a team player. It's about making your holidays special for you and your family. But I still wanted to give to my coworkers and participate in the activities and the event. But buying those extra gifts was just overwhelming to me. I recognize myself in a lot of those statistics that we just read. I'm not sure if you do. Um, if you if you have, you know, I'd love you to comment and let me know. It's a lot of stress and we carry that with us. So we really keep it bottled up and inside because we don't want to seem like a Grinch, right? But it's not about that. I love giving gifts. And I know I overgifted when my kids were little and I probably still do sometimes, but I've found ways to kind of work around that. My husband says I overgift, but I'm intentional now for the most part, you know, I still make mistakes, but I'm mostly intentional about my gift giving. And what I'm gonna share with you today is some quick and easy ways to give gifts that really are gonna save you some money. And I don't feel as obligated as I used to to give gifts. Now I give them because I want to, but I remember those pressures and you, you, and then you have that one, you know, those few friends like you you suspect they're going to give you gifts. So you also want to give them a gift and that just adds more and more and more. You know, I did start having those conversations with my friends and be like, Hey, I love you. Can we not exchange gifts this year? You know, my budget's tight and it's okay to share that. It's okay to talk to your friends about that and maybe just plan to do like a, a dinner together, not going out to eat, but you know, cooking together or baking together and doing things together with your families instead of giving gifts because that will save you both a lot of money and then you still have that special time together you know then you're creating memories and I really believe the memories are really what the holiday is about although I really like giving gifts too but I also don't really like to receive gifts which is probably weird so my husband really at my age, he had to tell me this year, you can't keep giving these people gifts because it's a social contract, he's telling me. I'm like, okay, where did you come from? But he's telling me it's a social contract, so if I give to them, they're gonna feel obligated to give to me. And I don't wanna put somebody else under that pressure either. So I really had to like adjust what I did, and that adjustment really saves a lot of money. So when you're going to a party and you wanna do a hostess gift, um, you know, you might want, some of your neighbors might be special to you. And all of those little gifts added with the rest of the holiday budget of decorations, because you know, there's always a, a string of lights that's burned out or um, the pre-lit tree is starting to die this year. So my tree looks striped, you know, the lights are at the top, they're not in the middle, the top middle, they're in the bottom middle and they're not at the bottom. So 
The pre-lit tree is going away this year, so that's an ex extra expense for next year. We have all of these things we need to budget for for the holidays, plus the unexpected. And then there's always the last minute parties that pop up. Um, and maybe you really want to give something to your mail delivery person because they've been great and on time this year and last year through the whole COVID situation. So maybe you just want them to feel a little bit extra special. Did you budget for that? And account for all of those extra expenses. Wrapping paper. That's one people never think about. Wrapping paper's kind of gotten expensive over the last couple years. So I'm always like super stingy when I wrap and I'm a horrible gift wrapper. But I'll try to use the smallest piece and then sometimes if it's somebody really close to me I'll use like two scrap pieces to wrap one gift because I'm a horrible wrapper anyway so people don't expect my gifts to look good so I use that those little scraps because I don't want to waste it because gift wrap has gotten expensive if any of you have any good tips on gift wrap and saving money please share them with me so we can share them on the on the podcast so my favorite way to give gifts to co-workers neighbors hostesses you know my male person not mail, M-A-L-E, right, but my mail delivery person, is to make things. This is probably the most obvious way to save money during the holidays, but I really believe it's special. And if you aren't crafty and you're not a baker, you can still make things and make giving that gift special. And your recipient's going to feel special too because you took the time to make or bake and they don't need to know how inexpensive it was and how easy it was. You know, when you look it up, when you get something that was baked, you're like, you know, I don't like to bake. So when I see somebody, when I receive something that somebody made or baked, I'm like, holy cow, they really put a lot of time and effort into that just to give it to me. So it makes me feel a little bit special. And I'd rather receive those kinds of gifts, honestly, than things that I just, you know, I have too many, I've my house is full. so. I like to receive those things and uh, probably be surprised that there, a lot of other people do as well. So things you can do, right? You can bake cookies, you can bake banana bread. So the big cooking baking is not for me. Every couple years I'll, I'll get into like a, I want to feel like I want to make my house smell like my grandma's kitchen and I want to taste her chocolate chip cookies, which I've actually never been able to recreate, although I have the recipe. But every couple years I decide I'm going to make some some Christmas cookies from my childhood. But if you're not a baker, that's okay. Banana bread, zucchini bread, pumpkin bread, those things are all so easy to bake. I will bake those because they're just extremely simple, not a lot of ingredients, not a lot of detail in those, we'll say. And you can, um, if you have the small pumpkin loaf pans, you can use those and then that batter stretches. I don't have those, a pumpkin loaf pan, but I do have a cupcake pan. So what I like to do is I just, instead of buying a new pan, I use my cupcake pan and it makes a couple muffins. And then I go to the dollar store and I'll get um, a little, you know, you can get I think three or four little cookie boxes for a dollar. And I put the muffins in those, put a bow on it, you can buy bows and ribbon at the dollar store. And then you have a nice gift to share and deliver, deliver it before Christmas, you know, that helps you get into the spirit that helps your whoever's the recipient feel a little bit of extra special because maybe they're feeling a lot of stress from the holidays and we're not even going into the holiday stress of the holiday that a lot of people feel this time of year this is just the gift giving stuff but there are but people are feeling feelings during the holidays and we all smile and are cheery but sometimes you know the holidays aren't as easy 
for some as they are for others or not as enjoyable for some as they are for others. So making somebody feel a little bit extra special as the holidays approach is part of that nice thing you can do to give to let people know that you think about them and you do care about them. The pumpkin bread and zucchini bread and such, super, super, super easy and people love that. I learned how to make roasted pecans this year and it was shockingly easy because you know you go through the mall and they have the pecan stand and they have all the different flavors of roasted pecans and they're insanely expensive right and I never buy them at the stands because I'm like I'm not spending six dollars for four ounces of pecans I never realized how easy they were to make so like I said six dollars for four ounces that's twenty six dollars a pound of pecans like that's crazy so I went to Costco and I purchased a three pound bag of pecans for $12. And all you need to roast them is some sugar, cinnamon, an egg white, a little bit of water and salt. Super easy. You can Google the recipe. This is just a basic recipe. Once you get to know how to do it, you can add the other flavors and do other things. But these were so simple and my family went nuts over them. They were so delicious. and. To buy roasted pecans is expensive, so people, if you're making them, people are thinking, wow, there's, you know, this is a big deal because they're so expensive. That indicates that they should be difficult in my head, but they're so easy. And then when you're making these things, the other thing you're doing is you can make it a family event, and then you're creating memories for you and your kids, right? Because that's really what carries us through the holidays. You know, the memories of opening presents at grandma's and having Christmas Eve dinner at grandma's. And those are the memories I cherish. I really, I can't really tell you what I got for numerous Christmases, probably most Christmases throughout my life. So I remember like I got a dollhouse one year, it was a combination gift. But that's really the standout gift. I'm, I, I think I got one of those, oh, back in the 80s, like a little guitar that played music. But that's, like those are the ones that, that's all I remember. But I do remember the special times with my, my grandparents and my aunt and just, you know, having that Christmas dinner. We're Polish, so we always have pierogies Christmas Eve. And I can tell you I remember eating the pierogies on numerous Christmas Eves, but I don't really remember the gifts I got. So you want to create those memories. So, like, baking your, your cookies with your kids or grandkids or making the banana bread, roasting the pecans those are memories that those kids are going to carry through and share then with their kids and and to me that's what it's about is is making those special memories because people aren't around forever and that's why the whole holidays become so stressful so pecans fantastic so easy um, then you go to the dollar store you get the little treat bags with the holiday thing throw you know your four ounces or whatever in a little bag and then you have a wonderful gift. Depending on how many you want to give, they have the cookie boxes and the little gift tubs and whatever. But that's a really nice little gift. You can decorate it up cute. Last year, I learned another super awesome, easy craft gift. So we're going to move from baking into crafting. But last year, I learned how to etch glass. Sounds insane. Insanely simple and so fast, and it's one of the few craft projects. Oh, I love to craft, but I have a hard time completing a craft or having it be successful. Etching glass ornaments was easy, it was fast, and it was successful. 
it hit all the wickets for me. I was like, holy cow, I'm going to etch glass forever because it was so simple. So I wanted to give something to my coworkers. We ha- I hadn't really seen them all year because of COVID. We were all mostly working from home. We were in the alley office and we were working on teams, so we weren't all there at once. And I missed a lot of my coworkers. So I just really wanted just to give them something small, just to let them know I'd been thinking about them over the year, even though I hadn't really seen them. So what I did is I went out and I bought a box of glass Christmas tree ornaments. The clear glass ones, you get them at the craft store. Not huge. And I bought etching cream and I bought a pack of letter stickers. So it's like a cursive style letter sticker. You put the sticker on the glass ball, you paint the etching cream over it, you let it sit for five to seven minutes or longer if you want. There's no like too long. And then you rinse it off, you pull off the sticker and the sticker's now, or the ornament is now monogrammed. Insanely easy. Once it's completely dry, you really see that the letter stands out is not etched and it was etched around it. So um, I am going to share the link to the video I watched to learn how to do this in case anyone's interested. So easy. Just painted over the letter and then I took the back end of the brush and I made little dots all over the ball as well to just kind of add to the decoration of it. I had some um, holiday type ribbon from another craft project I'd done, you know, years ago because I don't throw those things away. Or you can go to the dollar store if you don't have it and buy some other holiday ribbon. Tied a little bit of ribbon to the ball and had a beautiful, thoughtful Christmas gift to give to my coworkers. And they loved them. I had people ask me to make them for other events. You know, like people were like, oh my gosh, how did you, you know, where did you get these? I'm like, I I made it. People couldn't believe it. I would say that was the easiest craft I've ever done. So I've kind of upped my game on etching. Now I'm doing wine glasses and plates. Remember that it's not food safe. So if you're gonna etch on a plate or a casserole dish, you gotta do it on the bottom. It's not food safe. But it saved me so much money in making these little gifts. Pro tip here, you can go to the dollar store and get a wine glass. You can etch a monogram on there or a picture. You know, you can even do your work logo on there if you have a Cricut to cut out a a stencil. Etch your wine glass with their initial. Make your little pecans, put, put them in that little gift bag, put that in the wine glass, tie a ribbon around the stem of the wine glass. And you really have a nice gift to give to a coworker or a neighbor. And depending on how many things you need to etch, you can probably calculate two to five dollars a person, probably closer to two. The most expensive thing is the bottle of etching cream, which is about twenty dollars for the large bottle, but it lasts a long time. I've etched many, many, many things with that twenty dollar bottle I bought last year, and I still have probably half the bottle left, and I just etched some wine glasses yesterday um, for some gifts so People really just don't realize you're making these because they turn out so beautifully and they're so easy. And a wine glass at the dollar store is guess how much? It's a dollar. You can buy four, six wine glasses and monogram them all if you want to give a bigger gift. And you just made this beautiful wine glass set for under ten dollars. But if you're doing the coworkers, one wine glass, one ornament, you know, or the pecans or whatever, you can budget two to five dollars a person on your Christmas budget. So when you're budgeting for the holidays, if it's too late this year, don't worry about it. There's always next year. Figure it out now. How many people did you really give a gift to? Count them up. Do two to five dollars a person. For those those 
not your kids or your parents necessarily, but you know, the coworkers, the neighbors, the hostess gifts, the last minute parties, have something on hand ready to go with maybe just, um, you know, something else etched on it that's neutral for everyone. It doesn't have to be a monogram. Or you can even, like you'll see in the video, she's like, if you need a gift last minute, etch your glass, let it sit while you're getting ready for the event, come back, rinse it off, bam, you're ready to go. Like it's that easy and it's that fast. But add this to your budget, add this to your holiday budget. And everyone should have one. It should be a plotted out budget for the holidays because are you having a dinner party? How many dinner parties are you going to? Or, you know, are you normally invited to? You don't have to go to all of them, but if you want to, go for it. These are easy gifts. So budget two to five dollars a person. So making things doesn't have to take so long, right? Baking cookies isn't for me. It takes too long. It creates a huge mess. It's too disorganized for me and it's too detailed for me. So cookies are usually out of the question for me, except for sometimes I like the peanut butter ones with the Hershey Kiss. Those are pretty simple. And my grandma's recipe does turn out, but the secret I have found is Crisco on those, which is why they're so delicious. So sometimes I'll do those, but normally I don't do Christmas cookies. But the other things I like simple and easy and fast. You know, these things don't have to take a lot of time and doing something that's less expensive can take a lot of stress off, especially if you're a giver. I don't know if you've heard people talk about love languages, but giving is a love language. And also a money personality is giving as well. So if that's who you are and you wanna really go overboard and give to all these people, you can do it inexpensively by finding something that you can do that's inexpensive and easy. You know, you don't have to etch glass, right? I just thought that was a great idea for me. And, and I know everybody's like, save money by making things. And we hear that all the time. Like that's just the easiest, the most common thing I hear. And you, sometimes it's in one ear and out the other, like, oh, what can I make? And you think all this money for craft supplies, but really it doesn't have to be. And the best part about making things really is you can make it a family project, even the etching glass. You know, have the kids help with their teacher. Be careful because the etching cream is an acid, but they can decorate the glass, have them wear rubber gloves to use the etching cream. Not if they're too small though, be careful with that. And have them wash off right away. I don't know, I'm all about the memories at Christmas. I like to give gifts, but I like to have like, that specialness attached to it. And I want to carry those memories. You know, I want to remember how it really touched one of my coworkers. I want to remember how, you know, the time I spend with my neighbors is special. And I know this year things are really tight for a lot of people. Inflation has gone up. Groceries are expensive. I bought a spaghetti squash yesterday. Usually they're like three to four dollars. I spent ten dollars on a spaghetti squash. I was like, oh my goodness gracious, like this is insane. So things are expensive. So we don't want to put all that, as my husband called it, a social contract obligation on our friends and family. So we can just give these small incidental gifts that are special from us, meaningful to them, but they may not feel obligated to give back since it is something we made when you're baking. It's just like, hey, I wanted to drop this off. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, whichever holiday you're celebrating, it's just you showing them that you care. So if you didn't budget this year, or if you busted your budget, use what you learned this year, apply it to next year to make your budget, if you've used your credit card this year, make a plan to pay it off as quickly as possible. Listen to some other pods we have on, on debt, but make your plan as soon as possible. 
but if you haven't used your card, please try not to. And if you haven't made your budget this year, use what you learned this year and apply it to next year. And with that, from the Ask My Mom podcast, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Value each other. Value yourself. Thank you for listening. And we will see you in 2022 with some new episodes. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ask My Mom podcast. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at Ask My Mom Pod. You can email any questions to askmymompod at gmail.com. And of course, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. Thank you.